following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I... I keep coming to these nights with a little trepidation, thinking, well, am I ready? Well, well, the, the fact is, if we do Christmas trivia, most people wouldn't know if you're telling the truth or not. That's so right. <clears throat> I've got to keep you straight. See, that that's the, that's the real truth See, it's here. The thing okay. is that I, you know, uh-huh. a little behind the scenes is that we're we're uh, we're in different studios now. I used to be able to kind of look across the desk at you and, and read, you know, body language because uh-huh. you you have tells. You know that uh, I think. Oh, uh-huh. I know this answer, but <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, but after when the pandemic hit, yeah, we separated. I do it uh, in a uh, room, uh, kind of. I've I've converted it my home as a studio. It's a barn room, so I call it the barn room or the studio. So my question for you for Christmas trivia, See, trying, first one. Trying to put it off. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> according to what? No, well, according to superstition. What do cattle do at midnight on Christmas Eve? All I can think of is from the song, The Cattle Are Lowing. Uh, so well, do they, okay, so they, they are either lowing or they are... Are, are they... <laughs> I don't know what, what that we, is. What, what, what are you and I doing right now? We are... Uh, talking. Talking, that's it. Talking. They yes, talk? I knew you knew the... Yep, they talk. But that's, a, I don't know who superstition, superstition okay. is, right. but okay. Now, there's a movie version of how the Grinch stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. But who was the author of the book? That is Dr. Seuss. That is right, Dr. Seuss. Very good. And when Susie Snowflake comes... What color is her dress? Susie Snowflake. This is not in the same. It's not in Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) Got my copy right here. No, uh, um, what color? I have pink. I don't know. What color are snowflakes? Oh, white. Oh, that's it. You got it. I knew you'd get it. Okay. Um, What glittery bits of metal kind of looking are hung on the Christmas tree? Silver, well, usually silver, tinsel. Tinsel is right. And in It's a Wonderful Life, what kind of spirit is Clarence? He is, uh, well, he's an angel second <laughs> class. He doesn't have his wings yet. <laughs> I love that oh, part that, of the story. Very good. That is very good. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I had never heard of angel second class, but that I will accept that. Yes, without without the uh, the wings. Good, right. good. Yeah, he is an angel in the movie, of course. In The Night Before Christmas, St. Nick is clothed not... All in red, but in what? How does it go? Hmm. So, it, it, think about if you know the night before Christmas yeah. and all through the house, the creature was stirring, not even a mouse. <laughs> and, but there's Saint Nick, he's clothed in what? Wow. 
No, I'm, wow. you know, I've got to go through the whole poem, and I can't think of it. Uh, he's, it it's, it's actually not a color. Okay. Is he, uh, in it, well, fur or the, something? I, yep, that's it. Okay. All in fur from his head. And to his toe. To his, to his foot. Fit, foot. There's, there's, a, there's a toe on there, are a bunch of toes on that foot. <laughs> Okay, now let's go international. How about Lima, Peru? All right. What spectacle highlights Christmas Day in Lima, Peru? Would it be snake killing or bullfighting? Wow. Um, I'm going to say bullfighting. And that is 100% right. All right. Go to the head of the class. Okay. <laughs> Bullfighting on now, Wow. Um, there was a stringed instrument originally written for Silent Night. What would that be? You just told this story the other, the other day I to did. us. And that, that was on the guitar. It was on the guitar, the six-string guitar. I performed that today at our Hope Center Christmas party and right. told the story behind that, yeah. which I will tell a little bit later on Hope in the Night. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there is a story, a tale of a boy who would not grow up. Uh, it was uh, J.M. Barry wrote mm-hmm. The Ghost of Christmas Eve. Who was this boy? The boy was Peter Pan. Yes, and I love this song. I won't grow up, I won't grow up. I don't want to go to school, I don't want to go to school. Just to learn to be a parrot, just to learn to be a parrot. And recite some silly rule, and recite some silly rule. If growing up is awfuler than all the awful things that ever were, I'll never grow up, never grow up, never grow up. Not me. All right. right. I'm glad you didn't ask me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all I remember, but I, I think it's a Peter Pan is a fascinating um, musical. It is. And it, it, it is really clever. I know I was competing. I wasn't in the key of whatever the music is right now. <laughs> but um, we'll come back next time and again do Christmas trivia. Right. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. Do you know, uh, we are a listener-supported, that is a crowd-funded mission here at Hope for the Heart. We exist because of the financial support of those of you who listen. And I would encourage you, if you're considering to uh, giving a gift there, to go ahead and do that in the next uh, few days and weeks. And, uh, you know, actually most of our giving each year comes in the final weeks of each year. And uh, that's what fuels the following year to be able to keep doing what we do. So much of what we do here at Hope for the Heart, and especially um, I, I feel like on Hope in the Night, that is uh, giving away content. And it would be uh, through, yes, through our website and also resources we send to each night's caller on Hope in the Night. We have uh, podcasts, we have conferences that we put on, and, and uh, there are so many resources that we have. We just want to reach as many people as possible with biblical hope and practical help. And your gift is what helps us do that. You can support us in a couple of ways at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate, or call 800-488-HOPE. And uh, that same phone number is where you called if you want to uh, take a look at some of the resources for yourself and uh, order what might be helpful for you. Talk to customer support and they can uh, recommend some resources for you that might be on our website or that they can get into your hands pretty quickly. That number, again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and we welcome from Illinois, listening on the BOT Radio Network, this evening's uh, guest with us is Jennifer. Well, hi, Jennifer. Welcome to Hope. Thank you. How can we help you? So, I've been um, going through a particular issue for um, a few years now, um, trying to overcome it, but have difficulties with it. So I'm currently a recovering addict, but I was raised in a Christian home, so I feel like I know what's right and wrong and, you know, what God wants me to do and not to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, throughout my addiction, I have gave in to the urge, and when I do, I always feel like a strange sense of guilt, and it makes mm-hmm. me feel like, okay, I'm asking for forgiveness, you know, repenting to God in the moment, and I mean it in the moment, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, when it 
I've relapsed, I feel like, well, I don't want to, like, you know, play games with God, and I just have a fear that he's not going to forgive me. Hmm. So mm-hmm. and sometimes that has made me feel like, well, if he's not going to forgive me, you know, I might as well just keep indulging. So I've been having a struggle with that. But you're not alone. You're not alone in the struggle. And the good news, the great news, is there are literally hundreds of thousands of people who struggle. And then there's always a significant percentage that finally they get free from that which they have been addicted to. So sometimes uh, it matters how ready a person is to go to war over that which has controlled them because technically is it not true that you would want to be in control of what you take in, what you ingest, what you, however you get what is is the the substance that you're addicted to. Uh, may I ask what um, what is the area of struggle? Um. Well, what do you mean exactly? What uh, okay? Uh, what what are you addicted to? What is the struggle? Uh, cocaine. Okay, cocaine. Okay. Well, that, of course, um, is known to be a difficult addiction. And yet, I know many, many people who have literally said, you know, it came to a point where I was able to say no more and hold on to that no more. And it it no longer, and then, of course, over time, it does make a huge difference uh, when there is cocaine and then a freedom from it and the, the relief of not being compelled by uh, cocaine. Uh, how old were you when you first started? I was 25. Mm-hmm. And what was the circumstance? What was going on in your life at the time? I was um, dating a guy who um, had multiple drug habits, and mm-hmm. I knew about it, but I never, I tried to not judge him, and just, I, I was trying to keep him, and I just tried it with him one day. Mm. And since it's a stimulant, how did it feel? Um, it it was a rush. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was a moment of euphoria. Um, I could forget about whatever problems I was dealing with in that moment. But I realized that it was just a moment, and the problems were still going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you hit the word, euphoria. There's an excitement, 
And you know, it does change how you feel. But the problem is, is it a permanent change? Is this what truly helps you in life? And I, 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 you're, you're being candid about uh, what cocaine does for you at the moment. You can at the moment, it, it basically what we're talking about is that there's this rush, uh, this stimulation, and that's why many people like it. But that's also why many people die. Uh, and the, the, the point, because it uh, is known for causing many other things over time, you know, paranoia, delirium. I, mean, I, I could mention a number of things, but I think I have an idea that you have, um, or I'll ask, have you really looked and are you fully aware of the, what I'll call, the dangers of, of cocaine? Yes, I, I'm not. fully aware. Um, okay. I, I grew up around it. I had a, my mother was addicted to it, and several family members. I'm mm -hmm. fully aware, and that's um, something I struggle with. Like, why am I doing this when I've seen what it did to the people that were closest to me? Mm -hmm. Okay, and. I will just say that, that there are times when I'm going to use the term negative reinforcement. Negative sounds like it's bad, but no, it's it's to face the fact of its negative addition to your life. And life is hard enough. I don't think you and I want to add to the difficulty, but candidly, we all have made decisions and we learn at times that our decisions are not wise. There, there's a statement that I, I want you to remember, and that is, life is a series of choices. Life is a series of choices. And the good news about that is you're not helpless. You... A, a, an addiction is something that you've done repeatedly. There's a an activity, something, an action you've done over and over until well, it finally becomes so natural, it's like it's not natural for you not to do it. But the problem is you already know so much and that's good. Knowledge is good. Now, the question is, have you, do you believe that you're at a point of saying, okay, I need to, I'm going to use a, 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 an unusual term. Uh, in fact, I, I probably shouldn't. I was going to say, you want to put the nail in the coffin of no longer being addicted there'll be a series of steps to take, but, you know, 
you know, are you at a point where you're saying, I really, really, I'm, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to uh, break free of this addiction? I do feel like I'm at that point. Okay. Now, you know, I'm going to say this. Um, you can want what is right, but because life is a series of choices, I think there's a few things to start with. Start with, as in, I want to cover something with you about how to have a transformed life. How to have how to have a transformed life. And I know we're having some uh, temporary challenge here. Uh, I'm talking about with audio, but we're going we're gonna to cover this no matter what. We're going to make sure I, I care enough. In fact, I'm just going to ask our listening audience to pray uh, that we can get on course and that you can have the desire of your heart. You know this is not what is right for you. It's not going to help you. It can only hurt you. And I'm proud of you for calling. And we will get to a specific area of, of focus. And I'm going to ask you to think about a like a bullseye uh, or a target, because we're going to target how to have a transformed life. And I'll, I will talk with you about the middle ring. Well, there are actually, an, uh, there's an outer ring, a middle ring, and an inner ring. And we're going to talk about the outer ring being, you're going to have to have a new purpose. And we will talk about this. There are so many people who've been helped to have a new purpose and a new priority, which is the middle ring, and a new plan. And it's called the freedom formula. If you have a new purpose and a new priority and a new plan, that equals a transformed life. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. Lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth. For today's problems, we exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to talk with you and see what resources of ours might be most helpful to you as you deal with a situation in your own life, or maybe it's someone else you're dealing with and you'd like to be able to help them, point them to some resources as well that will help them. And customer support would be happy to recommend some things to you. We have the keys for living that we're recommending tonight called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. That and so many other resources are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-917. And we'd like to talk with you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night, seeing what situation we can help you with and what questions you might have. We'd like to have that conversation. So just call and we'll we'll get right back to you to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's return now to our conversation with Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, I want to say that I so appreciate Uh, you describing what it was like for you growing up. You said, my mother was addicted, I think you're saying, to cocaine. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So it's helpful. It's helpful for you to have had that in the background from the standpoint of because life is a series of choices, you are the one who have to, you need to be the one to choose what your actions are going to be. There is a plus at the moment that people think, oh, but I feel euphoric. I feel that that's the appeal to being on a stimulant. Uh, it's like, well, I don't feel any pain. And, but, the problem is it's drug-induced. It is not you being able to be naturally 
responding in a way that would be right in God's sight. And you already know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Correct? Correct. Okay, so then it becomes a matter of the will. What will what will you will for you for yourself? Now, um, I mentioned there's a target. I want you to picture in your mind, have you ever done target practicing like with a gun, a handgun, a rifle, or, or a, a bow and arrow? I have. Okay, what have you done? A uh, bow and arrow target okay. practice in high school. <laughs> okay, got it. Well, when you're looking at this target, typically there are rings around this center black uh, circle, right? There's yes. the Okay, and so I want you to imagine there's an outer ring called a new purpose. You see, what the, the, the issue is not for, for you to say, oh, um, I, I love the feeling. You know, my purpose is just the, the high that I get, the euphoria, the sense of euphoria. Um, if that's your highest purpose, uh, that's where a lot of people are. But you won't have a changed life. You have to have a new purpose. So I'm going to share with you what that new purpose would be. And I'm doing this from the standpoint you said you grew up in a Christian home. And so I'm I'm going to ask you, do, does it matter to you what God says in His Word? It does. Um it matters a lot, and that's why if every time I've relapsed, you know, after the euphoric feeling is gone, I have this mm-hmm. huge sense of guilt, and the first thing that's in my mind is I let God down again, and um, so I, I know it matters what he thinks about okay. what I've been doing. <laughs> well, the main thing is I want you to, to realize he knows that he is all powerful. Our God is all powerful. And let me ask, has there been a time in your life where you know you humbled your heart, you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life? Or is that something you want to do? I have done that. Um, it was about seven years ago, and it was a great feeling, but I was put in a situation to where I had stopped hanging around certain people, and they pop reemerged in my life, and God gave me, like, a sign not to go back around them, and I didn't listen, and I did, and... Uh. So I set myself back, and after that happened, I just feared, like, well, I just, you know, I gave my life to God, and I, you know, repented for all my sins, and I meant it, but I just did that. So 
you know, now it's over. I felt that way. Ah, okay. I appreciate you detailing that because I've got some great news for you. Um, you've heard the name the Apostle Peter, right? Yes. Uh, do you consider him a... Uh, would you would you say he became a follower of Christ? I would say so. And if you knew anything about church history, even after the um, the the death of Jesus on the cross and then the resurrection, uh, it was extraordinary. He was known as a spiritual leader that was. Uh, one of the most form, um, foundational persons in the beginning of the Christian church. So, do you accept what I've just said? I do, yes. Okay. Well, isn't it interesting that he is one who denied Jesus three times? He's the one who <laughs> said, if everyone turns away from you, I'll be there for you. And then, all of a sudden, the cock crowed three times, and Jesus said, "Before the um, you know, before the cock crows three times, you're going to deny me three times." Jesus knew he was going to totally blow it, totally deny him, and he told Peter, but Peter didn't accept that. And yet, it happened exactly as Jesus said. When confronted with, oh, all of a sudden now, Jesus is going to be taken and literally to be crucified, uh, Peter acted like he didn't know him and he cursed even. So consider that he literally, uh, to... At a, at a crucial time of Jesus' life before the crucifixion, he abandoned Jesus. So what I'm wanting to say, and I'm wanting you to hear, Jesus did not give up on Peter. He just told him that he would abandon him. And then afterwards, after Jesus came back on the scene... After the crucifixion, and then he appeared in the in the flesh, uh, and initially it's like it's this is a ghost. What is this? And it was Jesus. And yet, the the statements that Jesus made, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Then Jesus said, feed my lambs. He asked again, do you love me? Do you love me? He said, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Then he said, take care of my sheep. The third time, one for each of the times when he denied Jesus, that he asked him the third time, do you love me? And 
he again said, Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. Peter, Jesus says then to Peter, feed my sheep. So he installed, <laughs> it's like he, he said, I'm giving you an assignment. I haven't given up on you. And he's communicating, I have work for you to do. I care about you. And he is doing that with you, my friend. I want you to see that by example, I, I, I truly, I don't know of anyone who has come to Christ and then all of a sudden, it, all they do is go up, 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 up in terms of the highest moral character, never sinning. They're, they're, I think what we have a tendency to do is to think, well, after a while, you know, like, well, surely I can do this, even if we know it's wrong. And we, we try out different things, and we find out, no, our way is not God's way. If God has said, don't do this, if we know we will not have God's favor, um, we learn wisdom, wisdom. Uh, there, there's such thing as knowledge, but wisdom is knowing how to apply the knowledge that we have in a right way. Sweetheart, he's not giving up on you. And it's, if you, and so let me ask your age, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay. So based on what you shared with me, you came to Christ when you were you said seven years before now. Um, it would be 23 years old. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, logically, you have only lived one-third of your life. You have another two-thirds to go because from an actuarial table, that means how long you're projected to live, You've only gone through the, and it's been a hard one-third of your life. But that's incredibly valuable because you've learned what really doesn't work. Is that not true? Yes, that's true. Okay, that's highly valuable. That's when you can become wiser and wiser. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org 
slash ccl. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we offer God's truth for today's problems. We are here simply because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you for that. If you have any questions or concerns about any of the uh, topics that we bring up here on the program, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the appropriate resources. I want to recommend to you one of our keys for living called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. That and uh, so many more uh, titles are available by calling customer support. Their number again, 800-488-HOPE. 800-488-4673. You can also email them if you'd prefer that. It's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And ask your questions there. You can order directly from them through the uh, email address as well. Let's return to our conversation now with Jennifer. Well, the good news, my friend, is that now, now is the time you can start and say, all right, I know what it's like to choose wrong. Just like everyone else has chosen wrong, the Bible says all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord laid on him, that's Jesus, the sin of us all. So the issue is he stands ready to literally not only forgive us, but also to empower us. The, the, the important thing to me is, I never will forget when I read a scripture, I didn't know this about the, I didn't know the Bible, and when I read, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, I thought, in you? What do you mean, in you? Well, I, knew, you know, I just knew Jesus, well, he came to earth and, I did believe that, but uh, I'd never heard of Christ in you. And yes, it's true. He lives in you. By the way, is Jesus all-powerful? Yes. So if he's living in you, then you have the all-powerful God who can change you inside out. You just need to cooperate. Does that make sense? Okay. 
So since life is a series of choices, I'm going to give you several choices and you will see what God wants to do. This is how to have a transformed life. And so I mentioned this target with outer ring, middle ring, inner ring, and that black large circle on the inside is transformation. So you have to have a changed purpose. Those who are on stimulants, they love the euphoria. And that's what they're, they many times are living for. But instead, I'm going to tell you what is the highest purpose for you as a believer, as a true, authentic Christian. And that is found in Romans 8.29. 8.29. God's purpose for you is to be conformed to the character of Christ. The Bible says those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. So I want you to say this after me. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. So I will do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Perfect. Say it again. I will do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Excellent. One more time. I would do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Would that be your heart's desire? It is. Okay. Realize, if you're conformed to the character of Christ, everything else will be like dominoes. They'll just fall in the right way. Uh, That means that With him on the inside of you, he is the one who conforms you to his character. By the way, was Jesus addicted to anything? Uh, No. No. Uh, Because his focus was to do the Father's will and to do whatever was right in God's sight. Now, He is God. Jesus is God. But He comes to live in you. And that's why you can say, I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. Okay, so that's the outer ring. The middle ring is a new priority. So you'll have a new purpose and you need a new priority. The priority is for you... uh, it's it's God's priority. I'm, I'm going to say it this way. God's priority for me is to change my thinking. So the Bible says in Romans 12, 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're transformed by the renewing of your mind. So... What I'm going to want you to say is, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. I would do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Perfect. Perfect. Do it again. Say it again. I would do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. Excellent. One more time. I would do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. See... That way, 
He is the one who puts his will into your mind. And it's also in his word, the Bible. So look at this. What, look what's going on here. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ, and I'll do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking. So then the third, the inner ring, is a new plan. Now the plan isn't based on your strength. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Have you heard that scripture before? I have. Yes. So, I want you to say, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. To fulfill his plan in his strength. To fulfill his plan in his strength. Good. Say it again. I would do whatever it takes to fulfill his plan and his strength. Right. Again, it's not your strength. It's his strength. See, God's plan is to rely on Christ's strength to enable us to be all he created us to be. So what would that plan look like? And that's where you admit you need his help to stop your addiction. And just letting go of any stubbornness, you know, any pride. Just And you say, I admit I cannot control my drinking. I mean, I've tried to. So, Lord, I'm, I'm wanting to rely on you instead of, of me alone by myself. And you but you've already admitted that to me. And you're 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 uh, see I don't hear that you are cocky. I don't hear that you're um self absorbed. I'm hearing you want to change. You just need to know how to change and what will give you lasting change, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So, one of the things that I'm going to mention is um, something that a lot of people, they, they just don't understand why they continue to be tempted and there's a cycle that occurs and the cycle has to do with pain from the past by the way was it painful for you to grow up with uh, a mother who was addicted yes it was very painful okay that doesn't um, surprise me yeah yeah, because so, I felt like um, she cared more about the enjoyment of that, you know, than her children. So it was very mm. painful. You've mentioned something that a lot of people are not aware of. Those who are addicted, when there's a true addiction, that becomes number one. That is the most important. If it were alcohol, 
an alcoholic, it, they would they literally do not prioritize their family. They don't prioritize responsibilities such as work, uh, earning money. They prioritize. I'll do. I'll, basically, I'll do whatever it takes to get another hit or to get another drink. And so that that's why addiction, by the way, addiction is mood altering. It does alter how you feel. And it's like I have to have more to medicate my pain. So it's not a solution. And what I'm wanting to say is if you look at Past pain, that's why many people get into a stimulant. Because now they're not feeling that past pain. And the problem is now they're violating values. You would be violating your own values. And you feel guilt and shame. And what are you going to do if you have shame and pain? That's when... It becomes the cycle again. Well, I'll just take another hit. I will, I've just got to have more cocaine. And then they do feel different. They feel a change. But that is not a solution. The solution is I will do whatever it takes to line up my thinking with God's thinking because, as you've already said, I'll do whatever it takes to literally be the person God created you to be. And you know, he's the one who has that for you. I'm going to be sending you our keys. We call them keys. Keys unlock doors. So these are our keys on alcohol and drug abuse. You'll see this target. You're going to see the personalized plan, how to go step by step. And if you want us to talk again, we will. But no matter what, I am sending this to you, and it'll be step by step. This is why many, many people literally are free from an addiction. But I want you to know that the Lord stands ready He forgives us of all of our sin, past, present, and future, when we come into a relationship with Him. Our role is, so you are forgiven, sweetheart. Now you must live in dependence on Him. You hang on to hope. We will send our keys for living called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep this, uh, these uh, resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself anytime Monday through Friday at 800-488-HOPE. And uh, our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.